hello, and welcome to We Are Live. A hearty good morrow to you, sir. Oh, I thank you, Paul. How are you, everybody? It's Chris Emmon, Travis Trout. We are live, live streaming from the Midcoast studio in Grand Center, St. Louis. Happy April 9th, 2019. Nice. If you want to text in 314-669-1431. Today on the show, we've got a Trav U from one Travis Marvis Morell. I have a sneaking suspicion uh, it's going to be haphazard. He will be reviewing the Joe Rogan Experience Mm. podcast. Uh, and forgive me if I butcher this, our guest in the second hour will be Danny Wisentowski from the Riverfront Times. I'm hoping I nailed that. He can chastise me in the second hour if I've messed Why up. Why you didn't put it in, like, in the Google search? What's that? Put it in the Google search box. Put the last name in the Google search box and that'll give you a pronunciation. Well, it could be Wikintowski. Uh, w- Wisentowski? Could Wichintowski? be. We could find out specifically. You can just go to the Google box. No. That's what the Google box is there for. No, 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 no. I talk to Alexa every morning. Mm. I say, Alexa, what that booty do? Mm. She's like, Travis, good morning. And you know what that booty do. Yeah, my Alexa is a sister. What are you drinking there? Uh, some knockout punch? I'm drinking body armor. Superior hydration. Dude, Kobe drinks it, so <laughs> it must be good. And you have a Kool-Aid, red Kool-Aid t-shirt on. Can we get a close-up It's not. It's that? not a cool. It's Deadpool. That. It's that Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid man Kool-Aid. joined the Bloods. Yeah, He's right. a gang member. I ain't no gang member. Possibly just, from Japan. He's just keeping it real. Deadpool style. Cutting people's heads off and quenching their thirst. Really sweet ass shirt. One shirts block at a time. At uh, Byjack.com. Wizard World. You got it at Wizard World? I got this at Wizard World. I'm and not going to put that on Byjack because I don't know what the licensing agreement was between Kool-Aid and these yeah. t-shirt companies. That's fair. So I'm not going to do that to What John if you're either. wearing... Uh, an unlicensed piece of merchandise. I probably am. I figured they had a booth at Wizard World. They must be yeah, certified. You would think so. so they're good. Certified. It's like, officer, she was in a club. There I assume she was 21. Yeah, that's, I mean, that works every time. Every single time. Uh, we'll do Fair or Foul, and to uh, get us to that Fair or Foul, we'll go to the Red Light District. Hold on, let's see if we can check it out. Know. Somebody we'll turn see. their microwave on. Let's see what we have. Uh huh. Oh, there he is. Oh, hey, Gardy. <laughs> now he's. Now it looks like hell is the ghost. Yeah, it looks chases. like you're in front of a garage light now. <laughs> yeah, it's you're back to floodlight, Chris. <laughs> yeah. Fear for your life. Go ahead. <laughs> so, how does it feel not to be rotating inside of an oven? I anymore? don't like it. I like mm. the red light. Did you like the red light district? Yeah. I did like the idea of having a pay-to-play scenario where people put quarters in to keep your camera mm-hmm. on. That would be nice. Kind of have to touch yourself a little bit to. Uh, uh, to yeah, oh, hey. that'll be difficult. Uh, okay. Oh. I don't. It's kind of sad. Chris Gardner, how are you this morning? I am good. Good morning, gentlemen. How many menthols in are you? Two. Two. Nice. Oh, early morning for you. Two I, menthols in to get me ready for my walnut. Oh, there it is. Crystal clear. Do, 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 do. So you're two in. Mm-hmm. What's the usual for a day? We've never discussed this. I really don't keep track. Nor should you. I Free don't spirit. Care. Long hair, it's don't like care. It's like when you ask like a drunk how many beers they've had. That's a good point. The pro so doesn't count. It does not. Unless you're Chris. Chris used to like to catalog his drinks back well, in the day. Well, how else <laughs> am I going to line the bill of my cap? That's also true. Look, I had three Jaegers. Uh-huh, sure. Four vodka tonics. Classic Denman. Two Bush Lights. Mm-hmm. Cup of coffee with Kahlua. Yeah. Ooh. Nailed it. I had that three nights a week. Mm-hmm. Denman Ooh. on a Friday night. Can like, you oh imagine boy. if you did drink all that? That sounds awful. That's a brew that's coming right back Ooh, up. Oh, you better believe it. Uh, if you're watching Ooh. in the Facebook live stream, thank you. And be sure to... Go to hell. Okay. There it is. Travis Terrell, everybody. Share. Share. I read that. <laughs> read the cue card wrong. That's right. Share it. Share. If you're uh, <laughs> listening at home, thank you. Be sure to subscribe if you're not and uh, throw us a review. Five stars only if you haven't. Uh, excited to talk to Danny again in the second hour. What uh, are we bringing him in? Just it's, it's uh, a, is it Media Tuesday? He, it is Media Tuesday, but he, uh, he just provided a... A recap of one of the greatest moments in St. Louis history. What is that? Uh, when the cows got loose in North mm, City. That was a moment St. Louis came to a pause. Do you remember where you were when the Serious Six, when the magnificent, when the cows 
didn't jump over the moon. What was the it's headline like for that? They cut to him. They're like, they're and here are the cows today. And it's a couple just double cheeseburgers sitting mm. there. Like, <laughs> they're called the St. Louis Six. The St. Louis Six. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, we'll That's talk about that. Mostly the girls I date. And um, <laughs> boom. Yeah. Danny did an oral history. An oral history. Yeah, so he talked to about a dozen people. Of course he did. One of them being Kelly Backus. David Backus's wife. Okay. Big okay. Animal, animal advocates. I know what is that? Came back from Sochi with nine hundred dogs. Hmm. Remember that the Olympics? I do. That's and they true. had the the wild wildling dogs all over the place. Wildling dogs. Somebody's yeah. ready for Thrones. Hell yeah! It's Game of Thrones week. What's baby. a wildling dog? Okay. Wildlings are basically it's it's East St. Louis. Okay. I've so been there. like so like you know East St. Louis, St. Louis, all but have an agreement. Hey, we still on our side. You stay on yours. But the wildlings don't care for the people over the wall. I think we're going to find out actually the origins of the reasons why probably this last season. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. But the fact of the matter is the wildlings, they about that life because they've been left in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. Oh, they've been abandoned by civilization. Like Bonnie Vare out in the woods. Like, it's like, what? Mm. That's not exactly it. But that helps Lost in the, the story a little different. Yeah. Thank you. Better. Yeah, I can helps. relate more. Travis, okay, there we go. That. All right. With a beard screaming in the woods, mm. shouting in the woods. By the way, did you see that Chris Denman? Uh, compared himself to one of the actors from Game of Thrones. Um, I forget the actor's name, but he plays Samwell Tarly in the show Game of Thrones, and he's a oh, he's a likable, lovable fella. Mm-hmm. Fat, yeah, but he's pretty heavy set. He's a husky fella, mm-hmm. and yeah, I guess he showed up because Kit Harington hosted SNL this past weekend. Oh, and so he was in the audience. They were part of the sketch skit. Some parts of the sketch. country would call it. But in the uh, Chris decided to take a screenshot and post a selfie of himself yeah. next to Samuel Tarley, and it got eight favorites on Twitter. It was good. Yeah. I didn't realize. I didn't know who that was. Um, I assumed it was somebody. Yeah, it's just motivation to uh, continue down my journey. Which is crazy because Samuel Tarley's probably getting ten times more ads than you ever got when you were in shape. Mm. You think yeah. so? Is There's that a no shot doubt. at me, oh. or are you just highlighting? Uh, his, are you highlighting his? I mean, he's on the biggest show in the history of TV. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to let you know. I'd be quite disappointed that one of the dudes, Eric Stone Street, uh, very famously plays uh, an effeminate gay man on network television. Mm -hmm. He was just slaying in the street. Sure. He's Eric Stone Street. Of course. That's on Modern Family. Are you trying to... You're trying to cut me down, no, or are you highlighting what a famous actor does? I'm saying Sam Well didn't worry about belt loops. I was actually going to ask for Sam a Wells looking update. trim. Yeah, Sam Wells looking trim. He does which, look good. What is your belt update? What's going on with that? Wor- belts worthless at this point. What? I've You've gotten rid of belts? No, no, no. Oh. The the belt I prefer to wear is rendered useless. Oh, okay, so you just rope now? Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah. So you're on just a thin string. It used to be a shoestring. I'm that skinny now. Damn. You're yeah. on to an older belt then? Yeah, but I forget because the uh, the belt that's now too big looks better or i like it or so it's, there's a comfort with it a new belt then yeah i'm gonna have to purchase a new belt that's it, of, that's in the budget for july what kind of belt do you like uh braided preferably it's uh the most functional and it goes well with my cargo shorts mm. it is almost cargo short season. it is about i love now. cargo shorts do you now were the braided belts uh just the Caucasians or did no, that, no, that work that, its way that, into that your worked community? Work, yeah, yeah, definitely. The, our community was definitely a part of that. Mm. There's no doubt about it. And then there was nothing wrong with yeah, it, but you there, can't. There's a big problem with I mean, belts. like like now it is, but back then, I got I, it. I, it made sense. We were all, the economy was tough. What? It was the Iran-Contra crisis. And you had uh, to, Bill Clinton had the situation with Monica Lewinsky. The country was in peril. 20 years off. On so, yeah, I mean, I can understand why braided belts well, was a thing. braided belts, you never really had to worry about loops then. Very true. Just kind of. Worked. Yeah. Worked I wouldn't be able to brag braid. about my belt loop no. situation. I'd just be like, oh, a little further down the braid. So we might make fun of the look, but there was a logistic functionality. Yeah, there it was, was functionality. a functionality. Just like with cargo shorts. And yeah. make them camo. Why? Then you could go hunting. So I've never understood the hate for cargo shorts unless, uh, uh, I guess, people are stereotyping the people that wear them. I love pockets. But why do you need so many? Because I want to carry things. What and are I you tempting to carry if you're leaving the keys? house? 
keys. Wallet. Okay. Phone. What's wrong? Cigarettes. Can't normal pans nor- take care of that? Yeah, it's, it gets tight on your thighs. Well, so maybe you should cut back some of the clutter. No. How about just use pockets? Okay. There's a solution to my problem. What's your in If it's hot Robert? outside, I turn on the air conditioning. Right? You ain't got a solution to a problem. Well, you can just turn on a fan. Just relax. So why can't I just have pockets? Have we ever discussed your end game? That is also true. We talk about your strategies. We talk about your uh, nuances, your ticks. End game is a surprise even to me. Okay. I don't. I just think you. You're as a grown ass man. You don't need to be walking around like you're. Who says I'm a grown ass? A Boudreaux. You're like a walking Boudreaux. Isn't that what they're called? Boudoir? Boudreau. Boudreau's a guy that owns... Yeah, Lou Boudreau. Is that not... He owns a croissant shop in the Central West End. Isn't that the gully for the New Jersey Nets? Mm. What is a Boudreau? Isn't a Boudreau like that big... uh, Are you trying to say Bureau? No, it's a Boudreau. It's the thing that's in your room that's big and tall. And you put stuff into it. Dresser? I don't know. I feel like it's, what's it called? A Boudreaux. Boudreaux. Look it up. Boudreaux. Put it up in the Googles. I think he played defensive end for the Rams in 73. Say, say it right. You call it the Google box. The Google box. How do you spell it? B-O-U-D-R-E-A-U accent over the U. There's no accent over Boudreaux. the Boudreaux. I think it's French. Yeah, it's most certainly French. Okay, Listen see. to the damn word. There we go. See, it has to be it. That's where you put your clothes. You put you, you put your, you a put boudoir stuff. is a woman's private sitting room or salon and a furnished accommodation usually between the dining room and the bedroom, but can also refer to a woman's private bedroom. And second term, boudreau. Boudoir. Uh, that's the feminine saying. What's the masculine? Well, I think boudoir is feminine in yeah, nature. For a woman. Uh, but, 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 for a woman. But then there's Intimate, one for Intimate, romantic, and sometimes erotic. Okay. Let's retire to the boudoir. So do you want to keep walking Said around? Said no woman ever to Travis. You're not Boudreaux worthy. It's Boudreaux. Boudreaux is a last name. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's literally, I think, a defensive end. It's a surname. Okay. I'll look it up later. Do you feel good do about you? where we're at right now? I feel like I think you guys don't allow me to give correct answers mm. to things. Are bad. And so, like, stop How it. are we not allowing that? Because you're sitting up here saying, Boudreaux. I know what I'm saying. Boudreaux. We but last week, we're last week, you're he's, gonna, he's gonna blame Trump. No, I he's ain't bl- gonna blame Trump. I ain't blaming nobody. I'm just saying, last week, oh, we I go. didn't have, last week, I didn't have a problem. As you know, I did not struggle with sentence of the week because there was no sentence of the week. Mm-hmm. So I think what you guys are trying to do is create. The JVL Jackals thinks you were trying to say wardrobe. <laughs> Now he's thinking about it. Now we've got him on his heels. Okay, we may be getting somewhere now. Mm-hmm. Do you want to walk around with a wardrobe? <laughs> there we go. That's okay. what I was trying to Does do. Does that feel bad? That was it. Okay. Right, my apologies. But Boudreaux is a dope-ass name. That's a dope-ass name. Paul Boudreaux. Paul Boudreaux. Boudreaux. So it's, it's, it's not... Okay. Hey, Gardner, what's a fair or foul topic today where people can win $10 to Southtown Pub? Um, oh, this is the one that Travis picked yesterday. That means he doesn't like it and he doesn't want to take responsibility. Oh, wow. It. He just deflected. Interesting. Wow, okay. Why would you do that? What's the fair foul today? It's a good read. Uh, <laughs> can you believe that? That's solid. Well, I don't know that this ne- topic is necessarily for me, Travis. I think this actually is for you. Okay. Code switching. Mm. Does anybody code know what switching. that is? Travis, what's code switching? So the layman's terms, code switching is essentially changing up your behavior or the tone in your voice to fit the comforts of those who are in the room. Generally, uh, from what I have used it for is doing job interviews. So, um, like, so I'll turn off my urban speak just a smidgel and you will hear, hi. So my inflection will go up and my bass will go down. And this is, you're, you're perceiving that this is necessary. Well, then recently, I, not only do, uh, do I believe a lot of blacks have openly talked about code switching and why, unfortunately, in many cases, it's necessary. 
it was recently highlighted by a lot of conservatives when AOC appeared at uh, Al Sharpton's convention, uh, I think this past weekend. She spoke and people were getting on her for her black scent that she was using when speaking to the audience. I'm sorry, is she black? Uh, no, she's not. You uh, should be appalled. I wasn't. I didn't hear her speak. But was it a black scent? I, well, I think, well, one, it's AOC, so if she blinks one way, the right completely just flips their lid. But I think there is a little bit nuance to that. I don't think she was necessarily uh, placating to the crowd, though I can understand why some would she think that. She didn't have that. hot sauce on her back? I think, I think it's just the, it's a natural behavior, instinctual behavior for people of color when they go into rooms of a certain group of people. So if you are in a room of a large amount of black people, you will hear Travis probably speak inadvertently a particular way as he probably would if I was just in front of my coworkers here How at Midcoast How did you slip Media. into third person there? Mm -hmm. Just that easy. I so love that. You said in a room. It, it doesn't even have to necessarily be in a room, though. No, right? not like, necessarily. It could be, uh, I think I can find an example, on the phone. Mm. Oh, boy. On the phone oh, is one. Geez. Like, say, I call yeah. you, Travis. Yeah. Oh, hello, good sir. Yes. How are you? Yes, I do. Put but on you my force him to do that because of your whiteness. Yes. And so then, you should be ashamed of yes, yourself. Yes, you should. And if a friend calls Travis, you. I'm glad we agree on this. Oh, I'm good. What you into? <laughs> no, and that's also that's also familiarity too. Like there are certain here's, you probably wouldn't realize there are certain ways you speak to Sean that you probably wouldn't speak to Chris. So I think we all in many slowly, I don't know, <laughs> very <laughs> and very clearly and repeated. I don't yeah. think but that's I th a good example. I think yeah, there are example. times where we all indeed, because I've seen Chris do it a bunch of times when a sister come around. Yo, well, you know, I love Ja Rule, baby girl. I'm like, you ain't Classic never said me. baby girl in your entire life. Yeah. And you, we do love Ja Rule, but that's beside uh, the point. What up with them feet? See? <laughs> Very easy, very easy. For Gosh, to slip I just—it's it. what I do. Yeah, and huh. like, and like I said, like I feel pressure from the white man there, all the time. Right? See, you're right? getting there. You're getting close. But the fact what is, what up that, with that dashiki? See, mm -hmm. all the time, Chris. And you could like, like, I'm not. What's I'm not wearing a dashiki. Hello, <laughs> I'm Lauren. Nice to meet you. And Chris sometimes will like dress the part. Like if he's like if he's meeting with black clients, yeah. Chris is like Fubu backwards hat, yeah. hoodie. I'll call and ask you what you're doing. Well, hey, Gardner, how are oh, you? Just working on some of my writing. But it would be oh, weird. Okay. But it wouldn't it be Somebody weird. Somebody else calls you and asks you the same question. Uh huh. Keep it a hundred. But that's different. But that they. Oh, uh, there it was. It was. It, but it Wait, is. Did you just go switch on me. Not yeah. what? But it. But it is. What's happening? Because in that regard, like, like that's. Just, I just said the same thing, but I just said it in a different way, so that person can understand what I'm doing. Always, why don't you just always be you? I am always myself. Society forces me to do this. <laughs> that was really good. That was good, actually. That was really right, so good. I would, what do you want me to do? Yeah. You yeah. expect me to survive, right? Yeah. This is the best way I can. No, mm -hmm. actually, Travis, that was a good argument. Same. And you weren't even yelling or anything. Well, see, I'm yeah, trying something that, new. Now you're really you throwing were, me off. <laughs> was witty. Oh, thank you. Witty works. I'm hoping so. Don't appropriate that. Okay. Yeah, thank you. I was about to say I was going to take that. That's the only thing I can take to New York is my Midwestern wit. Mm. Will it be appreciated? I don't know. I don't I've think been there's saying anything will be appreciated. No, nothing will be. But like I said, I've been telling everyone here at the office that I'm going to be the writer schlub mm. that ends up with the incredibly hot model girlfriend because that's the way it works in New York. Oh, okay. I think this entire time of me not being in shape is actually going to help my love life in New York because I'm like, oh, look at that adorable writer rascal chubby black guy. That's you, my that's I my fiance. End up with a woman like that. Thank you. If that's what you want. Yes. You end up maybe boudoir. There, you know. Mm. And that's what she. In but her then she would be like, "Oh, look at that stupid country bumpkin. I love him." That's what I'm hoping. Boudoir. For, see, I'm like, oh, this. Do you want to bar? Do you want to? You should really play up the urban cowboy thing. Seriously, bolo tie. <laughs> Nice crisp Wranglers. Stop it. I'm a visual I, learner. I think I'm that'd be really good. <laughs> I think it'd be really good. Howdy, ma'am. You need some boots? I'm Lil Nas X's cousin. You need some boots? I know a guy. Oh, boy. Oh, sweet Jesus. No. I don't think he'd sell them to you at a good price. No. Hey. What is it? Oh, I just turned in dead. You just turned okay. <laughs> okay. Devin, oh, that was good. Oh, well okay. played. I thought Devin. I was losing my mind, and then oh. you looked up too, and I was like, okay, thank oh, God. Okay. Uh, I thought I was having a nightmare. What was I saying? Oh, oh yeah. 
I think I'm still owed a 40% discount <laughs> on a pair of boots. As part of your uh, your My parting <laughs> departure <laughs> agreement. <laughs> you you want to negotiate an exit, you bring me in. <laughs> I've been through them. <laughs> what uh, what station would you like to work at next? Like what do you where do you expire to work at next? Is it time to get into alternative radio? Mm. I think maybe you need to settle in like two blocks away, KDX, KDHX. Mm-hmm. You need to be the guy who's like in control of all the records and things like that. You, there. you scream at people and you're like, you don't know the industry, man. You know who would really want to be involved there because he listens to that and calls in and makes requests for songs. Now, KDHX is a community radio. It's not an NPR, which is talk right. and you they do interesting things. KDHX, which is probably great on some of them, but they have like 30 different shows five days a week, right? Like mm-hmm. it's really, truly it's all over the place. come in yeah. and do an hour and it's never the same schedule. Sean loves KDHX. Yeah, sure. Show. I'm sure it's great. He could, he would When he would bartend at 34 Club, he would have it on and then call in and request songs while he was working. That's great. Delightful. And then go take a shot of Jaeger. Oh, um, I should have known I was going to keep track. Nobody I know keeps track. I'm about to say, I don't think okay. Sean has kept track in 25 years. Do we have a. Uh, you know who tied one on yesterday? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yes. Oh, did she? The old lady. She did a little matinee. You're going to tell her. Oh, the l- 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 Dardian <laughs> for the lady? Well, You're going to tell on her because she's still passed out. No, she's. She's, a, she's off work today. So. Okay, gotcha. One of my favorite things that she does is no matter how much she drinks, she says she's buzzed. Okay. I'm like, I'm picking you up off the ground. I'm buzzed. Mm. This is not buzzed. Mm. This is not buzzed. Mm. But yesterday, she was just so honest. I texted as I was leaving the office. I'm like, you at Rosie? She's like, yep. effed up. I'm like, all right. At least I know what I'm getting into. Yeah, that's, that's fair. fair. Yeah, Got fair yeah. warning. But she was counting, apparently. Do you keep I had four Jack Daniels. Do you oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's do you, do you, well, because you don't drink, so she doesn't keep tabs on you, but have you guys ever I keep kept... tabs on your donut mm. consumption. I don't I haven't had a donut Not in... Not you. I'm about to say, Gardner. I haven't had a donut in 72 I hours. I have a while. I'm curious because I always, I would, when I, when I had a, a relationship... <laughs> many many moons ago sure um that i would you it, just it, talked about that like whenever you graduated from college I was like, ah, yeah. back in 07 mm-hmm. but i would um my partner i would keep tabs in my head about how many times i would have to do that where you would like uh, they would text you or call you like oh i'm out with the girls too many mimosas i'm three deep and mm-hmm. i'm like oh this is annoying but then at the same time I know there's going to be a weekend where I'm also going to be out in these streets and I'm going to need someone to take care of me. Are you that person? By keeping tabs? Are you keeping tabs? You're like, hey, baby girl, hey, hey, this is the fourth time in three months. Get get your ish together. No. Okay. I just don't care. Oh, okay. What do you care about? <laughs> what do you well, care? I want her to do as she pleases. Oh, look at you. What a man. What a man. What a man. What a man. What a mighty good man. Do we Carter's have, a good man. Do we have a poll on Twitter today? We do. Oh, yeah. this that. should be good. <laughs> All right. At We Are Live Radio on Twitter, if you guys aren't following. Can you believe it's been 15 years since Gmail no, launched? For the love of Jesus. What's wrong with you? I don't know. Are you just, is like this, this you throwing don't it in my face? Don't ask that question if you don't want to. Is this you throwing it in my face that you're mailing it in? Is this you officially giving I'm trying up? to think of a can you believe one for tomorrow already. <laughs> Do you believe today is Wednesday? Hey! Do you believe it's not hey, Friday? Travis? Do you believe it's not Friday yet? <laughs> How about this week, huh? Oh, my God. Yes, gosh. or In no. Five can you believe <laughs> melees this yes, week? That's fair. That's fine. Gardner. It's like we're on spring break. I know. You know what I can't believe? That we've got a sponsor backing the carte blanche Ooh. movement. Oh, here you we guys go. heard about this? I think I have. And I also Get away have a jingle carts. for it, too. Oh, I don't know if you want to. Yeah, here we go. Get away cars when you want to get away from the cops. No, getawaycarts.com. Maybe. New sponsor here on the program. That's right, getawaycarts.com. Hashtag carte blanche. Hashtag, they also let you customize. Are you aware of that, Travis? Hashtag, they let you customize? Yeah, that's that's exactly All right. I like that. I don't know if they knew how hashtags work, but okay. No, that's not actually the one. Mm. It's actually uh, Travis. Okay. Customize without limits. Oh. See, they're anti. You're a big limiting guy. Push it to the limit. Gateway Carts is a local business that specializes in the sales, service, and customization of golf carts. You name it, they can and have done it at 
getaway carts. They pride themselves on living up to the tagline and hashtag of customize without limits. Also carte blanche. We'll throw that in there. What makes them so unique is their service and it's one-on-one. You can take your cart in. You can get a new one. They'll help you with anything. Owners Joe and Fred pride themselves on representing their tagline. What is it? Customize without limits, Travis. Oh, boy. By letting you pick out everything you want about your cart when purchasing through Getaway Carts, you can pick your cart, color, seats, lift wheels, tires, lights, etc. With over 55 star reviews, you can count on Getaway Carts to build you the cart of your dreams. You'll be scooting around a St. Louis neighborhood anytime you please. Getaway Carts offer service plans and commercial carts as well. Getaway Carts is also the newest and best dealer of all new Series EV and Star EV golf carts and LSVs. Call or text 314-650-2951 to set up an appointment or email them at info at getawaycarts.com. Thank you to Getaway Carts. Love them and that they're on board. What a unique sponsor, everybody. What a dope thing the folks in Soulard and even I think parts of South City in general do when they drive around their carts i think that's such a brilliant idea yeah, like i saw nice. it the other day i saw it on um cuts down on they're saving uh the ozone they oh yeah true and duis yeah don't need anybody carting around in uh, their vehicles doing no, bad well. things oh still get no oh, okay yeah. that's why that. getaway cars but promotes responsible driving you're reducing your carbon footprint Oh, right. take that out. No, I do like that. That's a good that sign. Life. Oh, you're not. <laughs> oh boy. I think you're lazy I and think you're just, you sedentary. Be. Can and it be both? And you, yes, yes, it may be. Uh, so we've got fair or foul today. Code switching. Uh, that's when you, uh, you know, maybe you get down around your home. People bo- do it. Here's maybe the, you get your get around your homeboys in their Wranglers and boots. And why you, why you people have a do it around draw. me all the time? Everybody want to get yo. What's up, dog? What, who, 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 who did that to you? Yeah, Hollander. You just have thought I ever, of a name. Have mm-hmm. I ever called you dog? Yeah. You didn't, couldn't Kato even, yeah, it was couldn't even look at me. Yeah, Kiwan, when Kiwan was in here, he was like, Travis is my dog. When I Kiwan saw Kiwan. I said, have I ever called you dog? Yeah. Do you remember whenever Kiwan walked oh. in and I go, Kiwan, where are you getting them shoes? Are you buying them? Do you remember that? You, you, you gave him a rap lyric from one of his songs. Do you songs. remember that? I, I do. It was a music. It was, it was a rap song. Mm-hmm. Remember I did that to him? Yeah, you did. Wouldn't that be funny if you I did there. do that? Yeah. He walks in. I'm like, what up, dirty? He's like, I got to go. Wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> blame him one bit. I'm out of here. Hey, big moment for you this upcoming weekend, though. For me? Yeah, big moment for you and Gardner. Did you big win any money for the you? national title game last night? I'm going to try and switch up the title. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that was riveting. Uh-huh. I won so much money. Okay, go sorry. To back to whatever you Virginia wrote. is for lovers. Lovers of national champions. A friend of mine. I spent 10 minutes trashing Texas Tech for making it to the finals yesterday. I got a text about 2 p.m. yesterday. Friend and listener of the show, Steven. Shout out, Steven. Uh, BTW, I went to Texas Tech. Oh, dot, boy. Dot, dot. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my bad. By the way, up until last night. So is the official's fault. Yes, yes. They got jobs Texas last Tech night. Lost. Thank you. That's fine. No, but up until yesterday, that wasn't something people who are actual alums of Texas Tech said out loud publicly. I went to Texas Tech. Like, yeah, Michael Crabtree almost won a Super Bowl Mm. with the 49ers. Oh, Wes Welker, he was my he was he was my gritty Uber driver back in the day. Uh huh. No, no one brags about that. In your Bob Knight sweater. Oh, forgot he did coach there. What a horrible human being. Fact is, big day for your people this weekend because. Adam Sandler is hosting Saturday Night Live, <laughs> a.k.a. White Tyler Perry back in the building. Is that your Sandler? Oh, boy. Who's Adam Shawn S- Mendes? Oh, he is uh, only the greatest pop star on the planet I'm actually right upset now. because Sandler's doing the music thing. Why didn't they just let him double book himself? Come on now. He could have dressed up like a woman. Oh, no. And then played a part where maybe he's... No? You guys aren't into that? I'm actually looking forward to Sandler returning back to I think it could be great. I did watch Saturday Night Live for the first time this season, last weekend, and not good. I was told by Benjamin Hockman on Twitter it was the worst of the season so far. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy. I look. I think. I look, Sandler. I love the opportunity. I think it'd be really. It could be really. Yeah, I think it'd be very funny. Look, Sandler on SNL. You would imagine he's going to bring back a few of the classic characters. If there's a classic Adam Sandler SNL character you'd like to see. Who would it be? Oh, boy. Um, 
I'd like to see, because he's on there all the time and maybe it'll give the Trump stuff a rest, I'd love to see some Canteen Boy with our guy. <laughs> That's my first with, thought. With it. Because, but, only because I want people to be in just incensed. I want people to just be, how can they? Or, and, then, and then on Monday, they'll say, newly discovered footage of uh, Alec Baldwin harassing a young man. And I'm like, well, that was actually aired live on NBC now, is, in 1995. Is Alec Baldwin going to play his normal character in the Canteen Boy sketch? Or, or reformed, <laughs> or does he pull, play? Um, We're talking where he he's the scoutmaster, right? right. Yeah. Does he pull in Trump into that impersonation? Oh, yeah, I'm definitely. good on that, man. Uh, I'm not saying it's not, it can't be funny, and it, it's always served its purpose. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Do you? I mean, I wouldn't mind if they kept it classic. I would. I would. No, not I, at all. If I, they I, find I, a good way to do it, cool. I'm you could, wondering. If you could pull it off. I'm wondering if they, if he might. Yeah. Try and add a new twist or something. Yeah. I would like to see. I would like to see Opera Man, uh, mm-hmm. simply because. Because I know. Was he that funny? Because, or would he, or because he, I think Colin Jost and Michael <laughs> Che, and then put in Adam Sandler yeah. as Opera Man in the middle. What if, could be really we, really funny? Would it be sacrilege to have um, have them do a remake of? him doing the lunch lady land song i mean <laughs> did chris farley as the lunch lady i mean obviously yeah, it made it but I mean, even yeah. if he did it and they had a new ensemble and they could show farley on a screen behind that him, would be a really right? a great honor to farley oh, if they farley did that. as the lunch lady i don't know mm. if they have to go hologram farley what's kevin farley doing he can <laughs> sub in uh, horatio sands could maybe step in he's he skinny now is he they don't have a f- oh no and i'm not even being mean because i just heard an interview with her on wtf mark Marin. Um, so I like her. Uh, who is the young woman who she calls herself a big personality and a big woman? Uh, Edie. Is it Edie? Uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Oh, boy. We are bad. And she is a longtime cast member. Yeah, I think she's been on for at least uh, eight seasons. Mm-hmm. Seven or eight seasons. She's been on for a minute. Boy, am I a jerk. I cannot. It's, eight, it's 80. 80 Bryant. Yeah, there we go. Uh, she should play the lunch lady. She'd, she'd crush it. She'd be, be great. That'd be a great homage to the late Chris Farley. I, I think it. I think it'd be a good time this week. Slap it, Jules. Slap. What? I'm trying to think. You got to bring back some cast members, right? So they we're going could to see do a ghost of Lunch Lady or something like that. They could. But you're thinking, so we're going to probably see David Spade. We're probably no. Well, I don't know. Is Spade uh, still longer terms with the folks at SNL? I would think, right? Okay. Did he come back for that reunion? Yeah, I know I David. Remember. I know Eddie Murphy stayed away. Because of David Spade, what? Yeah, that was a, well. Technically, it was because of SNL in general, but because David Spade made a joke on SNL about Eddie, Eddie Murphy, Eddie, and Eddie's to Eddie's Eddie. fairness, he said he always thought that ex cast members were not fair game. It was always understood that ex cast members were not to be made fun but of that on like the show. Twenty years ago, like, he but it. he felt like he was the only cast member that happened mm-hmm. to. He was the only one that happened to. Look, I'm look, I'm just reading. I mean, look at Chevy Chase. Is anyone making fun of him on the show? Nobody making fun of Chevy Chase, and I'm he sure deserves to have. be made fun of. I'm just saying there's no other. Joe I- McHale played him in a movie for Hulu, and he's doing a lot of blow in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and it was a it was a semi-autobiographical uh, film about uh, the guys who made, what was it? Uh, Mad, Mad National Lampoon. National Lampoon. Yeah. But no, I, yeah, I think it'll be a good episode. You guys, so you think... Um, Snyder comes back. You probably think Spade probably oh, if comes the, what back. If they do th- what if they do the thing where like they only get into the police, but they only do it for like a second, and they're like, hey, knock it off. That's not cool anymore. <laughs> yeah, that could work. That, that could work. Yeah, so I, that would be something that would, hey, that'd be a laugh, or like they get taken away. I think, it, I think I'm looking more forward to it because Sandler can bring back a ton like it's well, Adam Chris Rock Sandler, will show so he up. Can bring, yes, he can bring Chris back Rock Chris Rock. Wasn't ever like huge on the show, right? But it'll be super fun to see Chris Rock, right? So he'll bring back the the classics. He'll bring back the Neelan? guys. Will Neilan show? I'm up? thinking Neilan absolutely show. You know who's gonna show up? Norm Macdonald's gonna show. Well, Norm could be good, but you know who would be? It would just be really funny, just because he would show that he's gonna continue to beat his own drum and not care what anybody thinks. He'll just make money if he uses his uh, token dudes from Happy Madison. <laughs> If they show up yeah. and they've just got the happy Madison Why is guy. Kevin James like, here? He wasn't even on the show. I don't know why we need the guy from Grandma's Boy right now. <laughs> no. I don't, it's that, not that's really like a must-take. Oh, really? <laughs> I think you have to. <laughs> you got to. He just brings back about, every hot wife he's had in all of his movies. 
Kevin Hurley. Uh, he was a writer with those. They would do the Hurley boys. I don't know if you ever knew about that. I'm trying to think of other stuff. When does a season end for Saturday Night Live? Generally, it's like, uh, I want to say it's the, it's the first week in June. I think be just before if June. You, I feel like you, just before June. I could be wrong. If you weren't cowards Saturday Night Live, you'd recruit Brendan Fraser and Steve Buscemi and have a reunion of the Lone Rangers from the 1990s classic mm. Airheads. Ah, of course. Yeah, cinematic masterpiece. Is, yeah, you could even bring in Joe Piscopo. Yeah, keep that Rotten Tomato score. I'm sure we're going to use that at some point Airheads. for Airheads. Don't it was a good movie. Yeah, I think we were the Michael right Richards age. was in it. He was. Not one N-word was dropped. Oh, unbelievable. I know. Shocking, right? Um, you brought up Norm's name. Now I'm thinking as we're discussing SNL, they need to bring him back to do a 25-year anniversary for OJ and just do OJ. Oh, Jeff. my God. Oh, that would be brilliant. See, that's too brilliant. That's too smart. I don't think that would happen. Like, that makes too much sense. Since the rumor always was that those are the ones that, those are the, that's the material that kind of forced him out in a way. It's been 25 years. Or, well, it's been longer than or a little less. Is that long. what you think forced Norm McDonald out? Or was it that Norm McDonald being the human being? Like, because Norm McDonald is an incredible talent, but word is, he's just, he's, he's, a, he's a man that he's just roams to... the earth like Eli. Yeah. So it's hard to contain <laughs> wow. him. Can it be both? Can it be both? It probably is both. It could have been definitely both. But I feel like some of the jokes on SNL, there have been some very. Who edge worthy jokes that a lot of folks have survived. No. So I would say that I would just there's like, more to the story. I would then. like to see him do a weekend update with all OJ jokes. That'd be good. I think we deserve that. I Somehow think we're owed that. Find a way to write that in 25 years later. Do you think, by the way, Michael Che uh, and Colin Yost, WrestleMania um, this past Sunday? They were a part of it. They were in the um, How'd they do? Battle Royale. They, oh, they lost. Were, they were in it? They were actually physically what? in the Battle Royale. Colin Jost, like, Colin Jost, Michael. I've Jones. seen him perform live. He did not look like he would hold up well at a wrestling ring. He did not. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually paralyzed from the waist down now. <laughs> I was like, Chris, he yeah. can no longer walk. Okay. Who do you do? You, is there anybody you want to see that's a must? I mean, is Chris Rock that guy? Is Kevin Neal? Like, who do we think it's? Is it Spade? Like, he's best buddies with Spade. Is there anybody we're forgetting? If you're going to bring back Spade, you're going to have to bring back the whole crew. So you got to be bring back Rob. You got to find a way to get Tim Meadows in there. You got to bring back Tim Meadows on our show this Friday. Yes, will not, he will not be there because he'll be in St. Louis. Uh, well, things can happen. Maybe he can do something from Skype. Hologram of Tim well, Meadows. Well, well, Travis. A hologram of Tim Meadows in, in the back when they're just like, Tim, <laughs> you're still here? <laughs> Squeeze in maybe a Tracy Morgan appearance. The, the reporter that Travis is. You said when is this occurring? This is taking place on Saturday. No, it is not. Oh. Once again, hold on here a second. Oh boy. I'm gonna put mm. this image up for you. Okay. What does that say? <sighs> May four. What do you think that is? May the force be with you. So that's a little less than a month away. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, that is. So Tim Meadows can still appear on the show. Uh huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Tim Meadows on this show this Friday. Mm. I don't have he's a, requested we do a one-on-one on one now. Calendar. <laughs> he's, your, he's now requested he doesn't want to speak to the man with no calendar sense. Mm, my apologies. Do you feel bad about that? <laughs> I felt terrible. I felt absolutely terrible. Um, every day I mentally... Be hustling. I, I do. Mm. It's like a rap song, right? Yes. I uh, focused on the ways... I can properly prepare myself for my upcoming adventure to the city that is known as New York. There we go. And I do not go searching for these stories. They constantly appear on my timeline, whether it be Facebook or Twitter. This just goes to show what happens in this city. It's an absolute madness. So yesterday, going through Twitter, I saw this video and I immediately thought, Oh, dear God, that's going to happen to me when I'm trying to get somewhere and I'm going to absolutely lose it. Another subway moment in New York City yesterday that absolutely blew my mind. Chris, you have to check this out. In the video, it's the subway. The door is opening and a man is dragging in what looks like 
office trees. These Large, aren't office And they're bushes. not small. They're at no. least, they're about you could line seven. Up, you could line a bar patio with these. Absolutely. So yeah. about we're talking about this guy is bringing in 50, everything you see out front in front of Home planners. Depot. Yeah. You know, everything you see out front, that's what this guy has found a way to drag into and the he's subway. Lightly pushing their leaves back. He's pushing their leaves back. And people on the subway are just sitting, just knowing, wow, we're not going to move until this guy loads. We're at, we're at our fourth plant. We're four plants, and they're about what, on average, eight feet tall? He got these from the set of Jurassic Park. <laughs> but the thing is. Oh, no. <laughs> exactly. The woman, if you oh, can hear the background, yeah. she is like, this mofo is going for more trees. My thing is, how has he got a whole forest and he's the only dude doing it? That's my I'm question because. First off, nobody, how did he get those trees to the platform? Mm -hmm. Probably going to smoke them. And I would imagine, I, 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 don't, I don't know how he pulled this off. I, I, and then I didn't understand why the doors remained open. And then I didn't understand how the hell he was going to get them off and the rest of that train full of people, how they were going to get off. That was a very New York moment. And again, I am deathly afraid as to what's going to take place here shortly. Yeah, and that's the thing too. Like what would you what would your move be? Like what uh, I mean, how do you one up that guy? I mean, do you bring like a whole patio set on there? Like what's I don't but my my thing I think what I'm going to do is just mirror the behavior of everyone around me. Mm -hmm. So if everybody else around me is like shrugging their shoulders, I can't I can't be the guy that gets ticked off at the person who brings in eight Christmas trees on the subway cart. So I just got to stand there and take it. I mean, those are from the Triassic period, right? Look at you. Right? You're not, you're showing off. Mm -hmm. I just... Paleolithic. That, but that, that type of behavior is happening all the time in this city, and I'm just not sure if I'm No shame either. None! No, not an ounce. But I think if you live in that city and you have to move the way that you need to move in order to do anything, you have to have no shame. Like, you have to throw shame out the door. What I'm slowly learning is that you're just going to have to be a serial killer in order to live in New York. Right, to be not messed with. or Yeah, essentially. I mean, you got to have at least the mindset of one because mm. these people, like, if that happened on the Metrolink, people aren't that calm. Well, no, they would have been robbed of their plans. Well, yeah, they, they would take that. Like, hold on, what kind of trees you got, man? This is my territory. But man, you know, <laughs> those aren't Bradford pears. <laughs> Maybe they were building a mobile rainforest cafe from the black it's sheep. Very likely. That's and a that's, very good question. But that's the thing about the city that I'm also looking forward to because every silly business that you would absolutely go, oh, that doesn't make any sense. They have in New York. So yeah. they have a place where you can go and pay to cuddle with someone. That's a thing in New York. Like Is I can walk down the street. You've applied to be. I, I have. How about this? Uh, Skylar from Gateway Powder Coating, one of our sponsors, says he'd, he'd powder coat that patio set for us. <laughs> That's a good time to remind you. It's summertime. It's going to be in the <laughs> 70s today. Metal, ah. metal furniture looking bad on the back patio. Oh, make yeah. sure you use Gateway Powder Coating to make it look right Gateway fast, durable, affordable. Gateway Powder Coating. GatewayPowderCoat.com. Go see Skylar, Mark, and the fellas. And maybe they'll give you a wink and a smile. We're going to be doing another big uh, gift certificate giveaway okay. for them. I'm thinking this. Maybe next week. I don't know. I know Jamie Moyer's fancy foyer took home a big prize recently. Affordable. We love Gateway Powder Coating. They support us, so you support them. If your wheels need touched up, if you need your smoker. Travis, you're big into smoking barbecue. Oh, yeah. Make sure you use Gateway Powder Coating. GatewayPowderCoat.com, your number one resource for powder coating in the Midwest. That's right. Shameless plugs all day long. You know, that's funny. Their tagline. That's how women describe me. Fast, Fast durable, durable, affordable. Oh, yeah. Uh, take out durable and I'd believe you. Hey. I think maybe even just a little bit. So are you are you prepped, though? You're good to go? I mean, May 1st, are you out of here? Well, not May 1st. Uh, I will do. You a did an audition. You did a, a guest spot on uh, Stacey Static's new podcast that's recording here <laughs> at Midco Studios yesterday on the huh? Static podcast. Man, I don't know. A lot of laughing, a lot of joy I don't know what. that I haven't heard in years. It was I, like whenever uh, it's like whenever the guy knows his 27 year marriage is over because the wife is just giggling with the pool guy and he hasn't heard that laugh in <laughs> ages. Boy, that you was, and Stacy Static just cutting it up in here yesterday. Oh, Check out the Static I podcast. Look, I was see you needed some some advice. You saw show. that Kevin Johnson did a write I up on her not. in the Post Dispatch, and you're oh. like, 
Hey, yeah. Uh, how many write-ups have you had? How many write-ups have you had on positive? the positive page? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, positive. Any, any positive boys, things said in the St. Louis media about you? Boys, there a difference in the entertainment reporter and the FAM radio talk reporter. Woo, that was a that was a stark difference than the other media reports I've read. Uh, but again, uh, how did that go yesterday? You were on the Static Podcast? Good time. I was a guest. On Why were you giggling so much? I'm we really were, bothered we by We were that. discussing um, how the revolution is going to go down. And so sometimes Gardner was here for that? <laughs> did you Gardner get jumped was in? It was did you get jumped in? It was I took notes. Okay. It was an NDA. How do you feel, too, that Stacy's first guests were Kevin C. Johnson, the right. entertainment reporter of one of the, mm-hmm. the biggest paper in town, famous man himself, uh, Kiwan of the St. Lunatics, right. and then you. Do you feel? Do you feel like you let her down with the star I power? I feel like or? I think she was wise because, like, I was like the third guest. Like, Toy Story was the third movie. Toy Story, you three, cried, the, the one you best cried movie, at. the one that everyone cried at. So don't throw me under the bus, pal. But no, I was honored to be on Stacy's show. Look, as I, I continue to grow, the Toy Stories. Oh, they're very good, very entertaining. That Tim Allen, I tell you. <laughs> There's a snake in my boot. Yeah, very, oh, that was that was that uh, Tom Hanks. Don't please don't disrespect that. But no, look, as I continue to become this media mogul that I oh, thought I would, and as is. I as and then look in, look, am I one of the rising forty under forty? Yes, I'll probably be right. on that list. <laughs> um, but I mean, you're you're pretty close to forty, and you haven't even sniffed the list. Yet. I mean, like, look, I got five years left on it, and right now I'm still on track to make somebody's forty I under forty five. list. But I make look when I do these interviews, whether it's TMZ, interviews. whether it's my, you know, whether it's Fallon mm-hmm. or Marin's podcast. Mm-hmm. It look, I I just want to be myself, and I took the time to, to promote our program, like I always do. Like I don't just jump on people's podcasts and not mention, you know, my homie. Like I don't go to like an all things comedy podcast event and then not mention my co-host at all. Abruptly, like I I don't I don't do that. Okay, okay. But no, I don't look, it was a fun sense. interview with Stacy and the fact that she's interviewed so many celebrities including myself uh means the world to me. And so um, <laughs> would you like to thank your fans? I mean, there was look, the one cool thing about her show is that she has listeners. And so that was kind of cool. Like cuz I would say things and people would actually text me, "Oh man, I heard what you said. That's funny. Uh-huh. How long have you been doing your show?" <laughs> Uh-huh. And then I have to remind them I've been right. doing this for almost four years. Okay. She did uh, discuss going to New York with you. She did. And, and at one point, How she did that said, go? Uh, <laughs> she said, um, well, you've been before, right? You go, mm-hmm. No. And she's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's... I wish you would have at least visited. <laughs> yes, you hit me with she that. She is a mother. She had genuine uh, concern for you? She did because she actually has a, a, a young daughter that's uh, living in New York. Don't be bothering her. And so Did she tell you that don't ask her for a place to stay. <laughs> Look, push come to shove, a brother desperate. Hey, I stay at somebody closet. Hey, 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 I know your mama. But right, right. Hey, hey, you know me. Look, look. Listen to my accent. I'm from the Lou. Uh, but no, it was a Ted Drews. Ted Drews. It was a delight. Uh, later today, actually, I am actually doing Conan's pod. I'm gonna do. Uh, How are you doing Co- that? I'm, I'm doing Conan O'Brien's podcast. Okay. So I'll do that later. Look, man. I don't. I just want you guys to know that when I eventually arrive. There will always, there will always be a place in my company for you two to be valet drivers. This is so kind of you. You mm. guys will never, never have to worry about working again. Well, you're going to have to work, but isn't you'll that, work for me. That so that'd be way thing. cooler. Is there a doorman opportunity possible? Very, very likely. That would be what I would want. Right. Chris, Did I get that one? You can. Chris, is there a particular job you would like? Would you like to be uh, my go-getter, my gopher? And by gopher, go get these you-know-whos. <laughs> uh, we've got a few questions no? from okay. uh, Billy Fatpants. Did she get up in that ass about you turning your back on the black community? I think he uh, might be referring to your theater choices. I'm, no, I never turn my back on my community. Why would I? You guys, you guys are so weird. I don't understand you folks. You sit up here and you try to tell us to pull yourself up by the bootstraps. Watch, watch how the Caucasians support us. I bet we can get three people to share this stream. Okay. Watch. Okay. Your, your parents don't count. Watch, guys. Nope, your parents and your brother do not count. Midcoast Media, Chris Denman, and We Are Live have shared their own post. <laughs> <laughs> Stacy didn't have to worry about sharing anything. Mm. She got views. Mm. Good for you. So do you feel like you took her program to the next level? It wasn't 
the write-up in the post I feel like I took myself to the next level because I was, again, on a very popular podcast. Mm. And now folks will not only start listening to this show, but well, they will tune start, in and be like, where's that Travis guy? They'll start thinking, oh, I get it now. I, I see why he is the next Jordan Peele. I get it. I understand why he continues to elevate the art scene here in St. Louis. So do you, I and look, I'm looking I look, I'm ready for that kind of feedback. I'm ready for that kind of critique. Um, I've been preparing myself. I've been on Twitter for almost 10 years. So I know <laughs> at this point what to be ready for. So I'm excited. It's going to be good for you. Yeah, it was a good show. It's a really good show. Way better than wow. Hmm? Uh, but do we have, do we want to do that? We got time for my travel. Yeah, did you actually watch a full episode that was recommended to you, or are you going to just give a half-ass thing? Well, Chris, we're about to find out, aren't we? I guess it's so. time for the Travis Sorrells Travu. It sucks. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Uh, Travis, what are you traviewing today? Travis, uh, he traviews things. It's a review in Travis form, and he assigns one to five booties. One time he gave six booties to uh, a barbecue place. I did, and I have to say, boy, was I correct. Today, though, I took the time to, or yesterday, took the time to review one Joe Trevue. Rogan experience. You treviewed the Joe Rogan experience. Did you have to pull up the Alex Jones photo? <laughs> He's had nine million guests. I did. You pulled up the Alex Jones photo. Okay. So, uh, I, if I may, <laughs> this is this is your segment. This is your segment. Yeah. But may I do some cross examination yeah. so I can see where this is coming from and if it's coming from a place of uh, altruism or a place of uh, buffoonery. Okay. Okay. Uh, which episode did you watch? Uh, the one with Mr. Uh, Andrew Did you watch Yang. it or listen to it? Uh, watched on the tube of you. Okay. Uh, Andrew Yang. Entire, how much, how long? I watched about 25 minutes of that. Okay. 30 minutes, man, podcast. And you didn't watch. <laughs> here's, here's, here's the thing is, and I'll explain. I'll explain. Okay, here's so it. anything you say from here on out is now to be filtered. How much more of Joe Rogan do I need in order to not? It's a whole episode. It's Joe Rogan. I need a full hour of Joe Rogan to know what Joe Rogan's doing. Well, his episodes are like three hours long. Yeah, and it's usually him not asking any form. questions to the people he's interviewing. Now, so he interviewed Michael Yang, who is a president. Oh, okay. boy. <laughs> Andrew Yang. I get the. No, no. Here's what no, you. No, no. Gardner, you, please. Uh, if you even thought. Is that, why did you say Michael? Who are you thinking of? Yep. Were you know. thinking of a professional, former professional tennis player? Were you thinking of Michael Chang? Oh. And then you said Michael Yang and combined yeah. Andrew Yang and Michael Chang. You see Chang. how easy it is? You see how it easy was. it is? It's what happens when you code switch. This isn't the patriarchy. Not. This isn't whitey. This isn't anything. It is human nature to make mistakes. And you, sir, are racist. Oh. That Michael is, Yang. That is not uh, how oh, it's oh, 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 not. Oh, look at that oh, smile. Oh, yeah, look no, at that. Yeah. Exactly. I didn't, I didn't oh, hey, oh, next up, uh, hey, Joe Rogan <laughs> interviews the guy from Rush Hour 3. Yeah, that's right. Was it unintentional? It was unintentional, right? Mm -hmm. It it was absolutely. That, that was no so, connection. You mm -hmm. made the connection. No, I'm making this, the you I'm connecting the dots. I'm connecting the dots. Yeah. And I think there was no accurate. dots to connect. There oh, were no most dots. Certainly are. There were no dots. Most certainly are. There can were we no get a, dots. How about we let you it create the, the dots, Sharpton? Can we can we get a blinking light that says racist as hell that only plays on camera three? I don't know how to do that. Okay, we'll look into it. We'll look into it. That's no. There were no dots to connect. Andrew Yang. Mm. Uh, he presidential candidate presidential candidate and a minority yes looking out for jobs so the interview was at what it was very so you saw one so if i heard one bar from a rap song chris from a rap hip-hop 25 melody joe rogan did he did he all of a sudden jump into a song and dance did he start freestyling I mean, I at think, the end of the I podcast think, i would think they would come back around to some points and uh, thoughts it was an insightful interview in that Andrew Yang was interesting. Oh, boy. He was a very fascinating individual, but here's... Okay, so do I go into my complaints? Oh, this well, is your, this is your let segment. Me, let me give you a clip. First. Okay, here we go. There's a clip from that interview. And then I started paying attention to the rise of AI and automation and how many jobs are going to get taken yes, away yes. from... And then once you see the actual numbers, 
it's pretty staggering. Yeah, and that's how I got there, Joe. Like, I spent the last seven years running an organization that I had started called Venture for America. And we helped create about 3,000 jobs in Detroit, Cleveland, St. Louis, Birmingham, oh. New Orleans, other cities around the country. And I saw that we're pouring water into a bathtub that has a giant hole ripped in the bottom. And that for every 5, 10, 50 jobs that my entrepreneurs are going to create, we're going to lose 5, 10, 50,000 jobs. It's not something that people intuitively suspect could be a real issue either. It's, it's one of the, one, the ones where you kind of have to like go shake people like, hey, look at this. This is coming. There's a cliff. We're going towards this cliff. It's, it's darker still in that. So uh, when I was digging into the numbers, I found that it's not this cliff that we're heading towards. It's actually more of a curve that we're on. Uh, what I've been telling people is that we're in the third inning now where one of the main reasons why Donald Trump won in 2016 is that we automated away 4 million manufacturing jobs that were based in Michigan, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Wisconsin, Missouri, Iowa, all the swing states he needed to win in the center of the country. And a lot of that was just manufacturing work. And if you go to a factory, you'll see it's just giant robot arms as far as the eye can see. So mm. it's not just that you have artificial intelligence on the horizon. It's that we've been eating away at the most common jobs in the U.S. economy uh, for almost 20 years now. And it's just now hitting a point where it's pushing more and more unskilled men in particular out of the workforce. Again, very insightful. Great line of questioning and let his guests speak. I wouldn't go that far. I mean, When's the last time you said intuitive in a sentence? Uh, I want to say I said it two weeks ago. No, you were yelling <laughs> cousin. Uh, I was going to say uh, I respect that intuitive ass. Oh, okay. I'm almost All right. I, My, I misspoke. I yeah. misspoke. Uh, that was a good interview. Um, that the guy was, was interesting. Yes, Mr. Yang is very interesting. I don't. I mean, as far as his uh, presidential candidacy outlook, God, yeah. But it's good to have him in the race, and it, he's bringing a. It, it, he actually, uh, in it's, the, a, it's an in important the, conversation in the that he's full having. Full interview, if you see it, he actually he brings a lot of pragmatism to what initially seems like this crazy socialist idea of giving some giving every single citizen a thousand bucks a month is his universal basic income thought but the way he explains it it's very yeah, it seems like it could it could work i don't know so i'm not an economist so i did notice a theme in, in many in a couple of these interviews is that the guests absolutely carry rogan and and they should because these are very good guests now it's one thing rogan does do a very My good God. job whoever books for rogan they do a great job um oh yeah that oh, one. Oh, this is brutal for oh, you. that guy Hmm. I did not get around to the uh, obviously bigoted, disgusting conversation uh, he had with one Alex Jones. Uh, I purposely avoided that five-hour cluster mess of a podcast because I didn't want... I never sucked any ding-dongs. Yeah, I didn't want to have to hear that. He also recently did an interview with one Kevin Hart. Uh, and again, I watched about 30 minutes of that. And that was... <laughs> You enough. agreed to watch one full episode. I, mean, I isn't suggested Donnell. I suggested Donnell Rawlings yeah, or did. Killer Mike, yeah. and you would have uh, you would have I'd been right in that because I you're a blunt, you're a singular you're a, a tunnel vision guy, yeah. and you would have loved those. I I I'll be honest with you. I started the Killer Mike one, and I almost kicked my screen out the window. Why? Because I there's I have a I have big issues with Killer Mike. Gotcha. On several fronts, especially when it comes to St. Louis and Ferguson, Missouri. But that's a conversation for another day. So what's your uh, what's your rating for the Travue of so, Joe Rogan? Look, I enjoyed the Kevin Hart one because those are two comedians going back and forth. I think that's yeah. where Joe is at his strongest when he's in the room with people who are funnier than him, which is 99 percent of his guests. Oh, my God. But, you're... Oh, but it, but when he's in there with comedians, he is very entertaining. I will give you that. The thing I do pushback against Joe Rogan is that he's a very intelligent guy who refuses to ask intelligent questions. Oh, I disagree. And he, and, and here's, and here's why I say it. he hates, he does not press his guests. Like if you're going to get the well, kind of guests that. that he brings in, I'm not saying go Diane Sawyer, but ask the questions that everyone's been talking about. There's a reason why you have Kevin Hart in the room, get Kevin Hart to talk about his dumbass play when it came to the Oscars. And he, I get, he talked about the Oscars. He did, he, but he didn't. He didn't talk about the Oscars. He let Kevin go on to his. Ah, Kevin Hart yeah, has like, a like great job, of it. I but like I think Kevin. But here's what he does that I don't like because he lets people come on and assert their brand. 
So Kevin Hart's brand is to be able to go into these long stories about how people hate on him. And that's fine. But there's a moment when a person gets to an interview where you know they're getting into their pitch. So for It's just you, like the stump speech. You know when you get a politician that comes on a news show and they immediately try to roll a question into their stump speech? That's what Rogan does. And that's a little bit frustrating considering there's it's a no-hold-bar scenario. So like everybody the, knows when they come on Rogan that expect the unexpected. And uh, he, he presses lets people, them, but I understand what you're saying about uh, being there for the hang. Yeah, if you're not. If that's not what you're into, I could see where that could be frustrating. He actually fixed that with uh, when he had Jack from our boy St. Louis, uh, Jack Dorsey on. He got criticized for that being an important. It was a guest. very soft. And no, no, but they, they ended up coming back. back on. He had him back on, and that was good. But it, it, but I think the Dorsey interview is what I I would say his quote unquote detractors have issue with is that Joe Rogan seems like a guy that talks a big game, but when the people get into the room, all of a sudden he turns into, oh, hey, buddy, you want some coffee? Hey, what's going on? What's your new movie? How about Ow. your new project? I'm and I get it. It's a Howard Stern this play. hurting me. It's a Howard Stern play, and it's smart because Howard Stern has done it recently where he oh, has become a little bit nicer to celebrities so he can continue to get the big names oh. to come on their show. And Rogan is smart. Rogan has bills to pay, and Rogan is making money hand over fist, so it makes sense for him to Oof. to just want to play the Hollywood game. He's doing the Hollywood game, but in Rogan style. If so, I'm balled up in the corner in a second. No, that's so fine. I'm, I'm, so I would have to say, as far as from a Traview experience, I give it three booties. Oh, wow. More so, favorable than so, I thought. So it's, it's not, I, I don't respect that ass, but I will say that I can understand why others do. If you like flat asses uh, that are wide and undesirable, there is a group of people for you. Uh, so that's what I think of the Joe Rogan experience. He's a nice fellow. I like when he calls the UFC games. <laughs> Go to hell, Travis. <laughs> you and your disgusting Travis segment are now kicked off the show. Oh, guys, that'll I mean, do he's it. not Deces Amiro. Okay. Let's just put it that All way. Right. All right. Nobody saw that coming. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> that'll end the, uh, the first hour of the show. We'll be back on the other side, and we promise if it's not right, we're going to get his name right. Danny Wisentowski from the Riverfront Times. We're talking cows in North City. We're talking all kinds of different stuff. We love the guys at the Riverfront Times. It's Chris Dem and Travis Terrell. We are live from Midcoast Studio. Check out midcoast.media for more information on what we are up to. Quick break. We'll be right back.